Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the U.S., but sometimes they venture out. With everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live person interviews to actual fieldwork sneaking in some science lessons, there's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn. And we're back. Hello, hello. I'm the mysterious Justin. And I'm the magical Jay. And we are Cryptids of the Corn. Together we... Oh, sorry, Jay. What were we going to say there? <laughs> Gonna add some sound effects. The rustling through the corn. Yeah, uh, yeah. Together, uh, we are your guides to this cornfield that we call the paranormal of the Midwest, Appalachia, and pretty much anywhere in the world. We feel like doing any given week. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yep. Good point. Uh, if you have corn, we have a chance to cover your story. That's the rule. You got to have corn. No Antarctica myths. Yep. Uh, that is the rule. Yep. <laughs> no Antarctica. Because uh, this week we are out of Appalachia, we are out of the Midwest, we are going to the deep fried South, mm. the the land of beaches and alligators. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's a good description. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much all Florida is is a, <laughs> yeah. a beach and an alligator <laughs> nest. Literally, I pictured in my head what else they got there. I don't know. That's it. That's pre- that's pretty much it. It's Mid- either, palm trees. Yeah, you're you're on the beach and you go ten feet in. It's just alligators. <laughs> Florida. It's just Florida. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, so we are doing the Florida Skunk Ape. Ooh, Southern mm-hmm. Fried Sasquatch. Southern Fried Sasquatch. I don't think anybody in Florida talks like that, but we're going with it. <laughs> there might, I bet there's one out there. Um, but So we're going to cover, uh, yeah, we're covering the Skunk Ape, specifically the Florida Everglades Skunk Ape, or just the Florida Skunk Ape in general. Uh, but Skunk Ape kind of gets put on with Florida... Georgia, Alabama, uh, Louisiana, a little bit. I always pictured when I hear skunk ape like a southern swamp Bigfoot. Yeah, that's, that's always. I think that's I think that's an accurate description. Okay. Uh, but today we're we're focusing mostly on Florida. Okay. With the uh, the Florida skunk ape Ooh. specifically. This is like the picture right behind you on the wall too. Totally giving me skunk ape vibes. Oh yeah, that's that's Arkansas. Okay. Okay. Those are all cypress trees. There's not many in Florida. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But so sweet, sweet picture. Yeah, floating like the forest, like that's. We'll post it on Facebook later. I don't think so because Jay has no control over that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I just say it like I'm doing it. Yeah, if you're gonna start making claims. You better get Facebook. <laughs> that help. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna actually. Hmm. Don't know how I really want to do this. Do I want to tease a little bit of the skunk ape, or do I want to give you your nature documentary first? Oh, let's tease the skunk ape. Mm, I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> then you just figured it out then. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll give a little bit of backstory into the skunk ape. I'm um, sorry. Flipping through my papers. I should have had more organized. Um, so the skunk ape has everything back from Seminole, uh, Seminole tribes, legends. Um, I'm trying to think. Seminole tribe legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seminole tribe is the Florida Native American tribe. Uh, they're famous for actually living in the Everglades and stuff like that. But yeah, 
Interesting. Sorry. Okay, so that's where Ran the out of breath there for a second. <laughs> Just getting over being sick, so I may have to take a pause. Well, both um, of us too. Yeah. If we sound a little different today, we're recovering. Yeah, Jay tried to kill me last week. <laughs> um, blaming Jay. Didn't work. But I'll read my little blurb. Just like every other Sasquatch legend across North America, it seems the Native Americans know, know all well about the skunk ape, well before the Europeans' arrival. According to the lore of the Seminole tribe, uh, recounted by their experiences with the monster to the first European explorers, but it wouldn't take long until the European explorers made their own acquaintance with the cryptic beast. Uh, so yeah, basically European settlers get to Florida. Florida is, was really, really... It, it's hard for most people to think about now, but commercialized Florida really just started in the last 60-ish years. Really? Yeah. Alligator Alley was like just swamp. Okay. And now it's all hotels and stuff. Really? Yeah. Huh. And that was in, like, the 50s. Alligator Alley was, like, a road that ran through a swamp. Oh, wow. Okay. So I don't, I don't know nothing about Florida history or yeah. anything. So people kind of get this, you know, you think of Disney and stuff like that. Florida was, and still is, its own wilderness. It's uh, it's probably one of the most, it's probably the hardest navigable uh, terrains because you can't walk a straight line anywhere, even if it looks flat. Yeah. Because you can walk on floating water or grass mats, and there's no land there, and you sink. But yeah, huh. it's crazy. Yeah, I know the Everglades are huge and very uh, uninhabited. Yep. And before we get into the skunk ape now that we've teased you, we're going to talk specifically about what Jay just said, the Everglades. Oh, good segue. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't get uh i guess what was the conversation we were having before this episode is that a lot of people don't think there's a lot of areas to hide in florida mm-hmm. but that's quite the opposite mm-hmm. florida may be one of the best areas to hide uh when you think of stuff like you know the pacific northwest rainforest and the great forest of north you know the north and stuff like that the mountains yeah it- the everglades are still just as good a place to hide because you can't get to them which you I can't get out there. Yeah, and I didn't consider that before you started telling me because I imagine like the only places you can get away and hide are places with either a lot of trees or a lot of cover or like mountainous areas. You can just, but I didn't think about terrain you can't even navigate like that well for a human being. But something like a skunk ape, I guess, wouldn't have that issue at all whatsoever. So I'll give you some stats. The uh, the Everglades are the largest wetland or wetland ecosystem in the North American continent. Okay. Um yeah, by by just by huge amounts. They are considered subtropical. Uh the largest chunk of this is uh well th- there's a giant chunk of mangrove forest on the one side. Um it's it's got all kinds of mixing of it and it. it is covered in f- solid grass prairies that are floating. So there's not actually land underneath them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just tons and tons and tons of wildlife. What do you think about... How big do you think it is? Before I tell you. Like square acre or square miles or something? You can do square miles. You can do acres. I have both. Oh, of course you do. Oh, let's do square miles. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not good at scale, but I'm just going to go off the top of my head. Uh, four to 6,000 square miles. Mm-hmm. 
by like way off. I wouldn't say way off. Okay, well that's semi guess. Uh, Eleven thousand square miles. Okay, so about double that. Yeah. Okay, that's huge. Uh, small state. Yeah, yeah, that's bigger than that's probably like the size of, I don't know, like Massachusetts or something or. Yeah, probably something like that. I'm just off the top of my head guessing a state, but. And then the actual park itself is 1.5 million acres. Oh wow. Um, it is just a monstrous swath of of land. Um, the Everglades is actually a river, as most wetlands are. They actually have flow to them. Oh, okay. There's a start and a stop point. Uh, what river is it? It's you know starts with la- or you know it has Lake Okeechobee in it. And that runs all. Doesn't that run all the way up to uh, Georgia? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there are American alligators and American crocodiles uh, coexisting in the Everglades. Okay. Uh, most people don't realize there's those two coexist together. Yeah, I didn't there's think American they did. crocodiles. I always thought one was saltwater, one was fresh. Is that no? That's a, myth? a saltwater crocodile. Okay. So it's the name. Okay. Saltwater crocodile. <laughs> Never really thought about that. No, uh, they were almost wiped out. They're really endangered. What saltwater crocs? Or no, uh, American or, crocodiles. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, gotcha. So that's they're just not really known of. Mm-hmm. People are always like, "There's no, there's no crocodiles in the U.S." Well, there is. They're just, a, they're just really hurting. Gotcha. They didn't bounce back as good as uh, alligators did. Yeah. Which were both almost wiped out. But they persevered. Yeah, alligators were almost wiped off the planet by us. Oh, by us. Yeah. Uh, very, very commercial or very, very uh, careful bringing them back, mm-hmm. and now they're doing good. Um, it's home to more than 16 in, uh, federally endangered species. Okay. And it is the most biodiverse place on the continent. How's, uh, how, I was going to say, how's it rank in the world? But it has to be up there, though. I'm not sure how it ranks in the world. But over a 1,000 vertebrate species. Okay. In this one area. Specific to this area? Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, it's uh, mostly invasives. Oh, really? Yeah, there's more invasive in the Everglades than there is native species. Ah, but that's not too common in many other places. No, it's because it's perfect. Right, yeah, it's a great environment to to be in, I guess. Most of them. those are fish. There's a lot of reptiles and some amphibians. <laughs> of course, of course it's fish, yep. <laughs> um, just another, some weird facts. Around 7 million people use the Everglades as their drinking water. Okay. Um, they have seasonal... So, for uh, being an area... Uh, completely almost floating. They do have a lot of fires. Oh, really? Uh, the grass prairies have a lot of fires, so you have fire on top of the water. So, what's that attributed to? G- dead grass. Like what? Lightning hitting it or something? Oh yeah, I, they do control burns too. Okay. Uh, it's just it is important for new growth and stuff like that. Right. And uh, never mind. Separate topic. Maybe we'll cover that in a future topic one day. Maybe. Okay. Controlled burns and things like that. Good, bad. Should they be done more often? Depends on where. I think it depends on your 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 actual habitat. Right. Yeah. Prairies need it. Yeah. Uh, which the it has a solid grass prairie on top of a wetland. Mm-hmm. So it needs because the oh the dead grass will ch- choke out any new grass. Right. Yeah. Cause a dead zone. Mm-hmm. Um. You ready for some scarier? Yes. Uh, per- facts. I'm ready for that. Yes. How many dead bodies do you think have been found in the Everglades that are unsolved? Oh, unsolved. 
So this is... And this is since 1965, this specific oh. number. Okay, so just since then? Mm-hmm. So about past 60 years, roughly, uh, let's say... Oh, wow. Let's say there's 150. Ooh, not too far off. 175. Hey, all right. I went for two a year, about. Mm-hmm. And these are unsolved. Uh, these aren't... Or three a year, I meant. Yeah, some of these are considered homicide. Some of these aren't. Uh, most of these are not considered uh, suicide or anything like that. Mm-hmm. These are unsolved, what they consider homicides. Yeah. Um, and that's just what they found. Imagine yeah. what the gators have eaten. I mean, not even the gators. There's so many decomposers in there. Or that, yeah. It just, it's so fast. Yeah. Insects. Whew. Uh, has anyone ever died at the Everglades Park? Yes. Uh, between 2010 and 2020, 14 people have died. Wow. What about Most m- of them uh, have died due to uh, swimming and transportation incidences. Mm. What about, what about uh, missing people? Is there anything on that? No. Okay, okay. I think that's kind of... Goes under the... Uh, I, I don't know. You know, just like with the missing 411 yeah, stuff. I and how it's always sometimes associated with uh, either parks or Bigfoot even, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't have it. And a warning for everybody. And every website you research the Everglades, it has the same warning. And same people ask the same question and there's the same big fat warning. Is it safe to swim in the Everglades? And it's absolutely not. Oh, yes. Why not? The alligators. Okay. They're just the big one. The alligators. Is it just the alligators or is there like pathogens and stuff that's not safe? I don't think they're too worried about the pathogens because okay. you're going to be ripped apart by alligators. alligators. Well, not if you're a Steve Irwin. Yeah, not everybody in the world Steve Irwin. <laughs> just there was, Yeah, there was, there was two people like that on the planet and it was him and his dad. Not Jeff Corwin? Yeah, he's kind of like that, but I've never seen him getting in with a 16-foot saltwater <laughs> crocodile. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Jeff Corden, I love him, but yeah, there was, Steve Irwin had a, a certain nature about him. This thing is 16 foot long, 2,500 pounds, 10,000 pounds of bite pressure per square inch. It could crush my head like a grape. Let's jump on his I'm head. I'm going to get him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he wrestles it, and then he gets it up close to the camera. Oh, look at him. Look at those teeth. A true wildlife activist. Not even joking. Just an amazing man. Yeah. Showed you didn't have to be scared of nothing in nature. That's true. Yeah, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tangent. Tangent already. Well, we hadn't even really gotten into skunk apes. Right, yeah. So there's the Everglades, kind of. Yeah. A little quick uh, overview of the environment. Florida's a pretty crazy place all in itself. Yeah. So that's your nature documentary stuff for the day. Yeah. Uh, but I just felt it was important that people understood the actual habitat. Because when you, you talk about the Pacific Northwest, everybody knows that in their head. Mm-hmm. They picture that giant forest. Mm-hmm. You talk about the you know the cold woods of the north, you have that in your head, just dense, packed forest. This may not be a f- dense forest cover, but this is still dense plant cover and unaccessible land. Yeah, dense ve- vegetation. And- yeah. Wading through water. I mean, the Native Americans live there have trouble getting through a lot of these areas. Mm. And then the pathways are changing all the time and stuff like that, which we talked about. Yeah. It's, it's Everglades you can really get lost in. All right. Ready for more reading on Bigfoot? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's get to this skunk ape. So I have a little story for you. And it's not there's not a lot on it, but it involves early European settlers and a dead Bigfoot. 
Okay. Bum, bum, bum. We don't get many of these. Uh, it seems that early uh, European Americans may have gotten on the wrong side of this creature. As the story goes, in the early 19th century, a violent encounter between a hunting party and a Sasquatch ended up with the deaths on, deaths on both parties, uh, and eventually a dead skunk ape. The surviving hunters examined the corpse of the Sasquatch and reported it hugely massive. Okay. So what we're about to talk about is kind of not the common thing for skunk apes. They're not normally this big. Uh, and we can talk about that kind of more generalized here in a minute. But they claimed it was up to 13 feet tall and well over 1,000 pounds. Uh, because they were in a hurry to vacate the area before more creatures arrived, the man did not take the body with him. Obviously, this uh, story leads a lot more questions than answers. Okay. So we'll, we'll kind of talk about it. This is kind of a common story I've seen pop up a couple times, uh, specifically. So when we talk about skunk apes in general, they are normally a darker color. They're normally not as big as their northern and western counterparts. Like Seven, tall or like thick big? Not as tall. Okay. So most of the reporting seem to be like a, the seven-footers. Okay. Uh, which is big, but not when you, you know, we have reports of 10 and 11 footers. Right, Other yeah. places. Uh, you don't see that a whole, you don't hear that a whole lot with the, specifically the Florida skunk ape, where that's juveniles or the population just doesn't get as big mm-hmm. for forest cover or something like that. Um, these things are always mean. They're always aggressive. They're always nasty. And we could talk about that more later, but that's just kind of the the their, common threads. Their demeanor, it seems yeah. to be. And how we talked about the skunk ape, like how it got the name skunk ape. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, we're not talking about it yet. Oh, okay. I just was screwing with you. I got you. Yep, because I knew I know that answer now. Mm-hmm. I'm skipping ahead. Talk while I'm reading. <laughs> okay. Well, I was. I, you were saying earlier... I would imagine they don't get as tall. You know, if if they did, I would imagine there would be a, a sighting or at least an account maybe at least once by now, but it doesn't sound like there is mm-hmm. any of them that tall. But it makes sense that their environment doesn't really allow – doesn't they don't need to be that big or anything because if they were too big for the swamp, yeah, it would swamp be less life, beneficial. Swamp life when you're – there's lots and lots and lots of reports of them swimming, uh-huh. uh, especially from like Louisiana, Georgia, stuff like that where it's – you know, you just got to be in the water all the time. Yeah. So being 13 foot tall is a very big disadvantage in the swamp. Yeah. When it may not be in the Pacific Northwest or up north when you have to deal with the cold. Yeah. You know, being bigger is easier to stay warm. Mm-hmm. And to, you can move further and mm-hmm. cover more land. Be more imposing on the creatures around. There's bigger animals up north, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, besides alligators, not a lot. Right. And I cannot tell you how many stories of skunk ape I've heard of them grabbing an alligator by the tail and swinging it and bashing against a tree. <laughs> that would be the the holy grail of a sighting. Uh, I don't think it would be. Just, I mean, okay, if you're a... Uh... There'd be a lot of poop in my pants. <laughs> Seen a six foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. Yeah. Well, okay. If you're an observer and you you know you wouldn't be caught, how awesome would that be to see at least? Whop. Yeah. Whop. Oh, thud. That was an alligator. Right. And yeah. And my shorts are heavy. Hmm. Oh, that's Imagine so funny. Seeing a freaking alligator get just 
Like a baseball bat? Yeeted through the air. Like on... Like a shot put. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you, I'm sure you've seen that Monty Python, The Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where they're like going through the town and they're like, bring out your dead, you know. And, mm-hmm. and then right at the end of that scene, there's a woman like drying out her cat like she would laundry. And she's just swinging it against the wall and just... Wah! <laughs> it's really quick only if you're paying attention yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine that's what it's like yeah exactly except with a big ass or big old alligator oh geez yeah I know somebody got excited yep uh, ah, never mind yeah <laughs> um, but no yes yeah, so that does get reported a lot uh, encounters seem to be just genuinely nasty yeah oh yeah and we can kind of go into that a little bit because I don't have a there's not a ton for this episode, so we mm-hmm. take our time. Okay. Uh, why do you think the Sasquatch of the Swamp are incredibly... Uh, I don't know if aggressive is the right word. I see they get used a lot. Um, but they are more prone to more violent displays. Yeah, to show aggression. I yeah. think aggression's okay. Because okay. I don't think aggression necessarily means attacking, but like... They show a dominant, aggressive behavior mm-hmm. all the time. Um, I would say my guess is because it's the terrain uh, isn't a very laid back terrain. Like it's harsh, and the environment's harsh to live in, and you got to always be on your toes and aware because there's alligators everywhere, always on your feet, swimming around you. I don't know. Maybe they're just always on edge, and over generations of time or. You know, one after another and after another, you're just taught that. It's ingrained in them. They got to be aggressive, protect their stuff, or or they wouldn't be where they are right now, I guess. So, I'm thinking it's all, not all, I think a big chunk of it is that temperature we were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's always hot. Mm-hmm. And when it's cold for Florida, it's comfortable. Right. If it's not, not humid. Yeah. It's humid. It's always hot in the bugs. Oh, yeah. Especially if you live out there. Well, that would make me angry, too. Yes, I'm saying. They are already just, you know, just on edge. Yeah. And then some stupid hiker, and they're just like, ah, I'm chucking a freaking alligator at this kid. (laughs) Right, yeah. I'm I'm having a bad day. I got mosquitoes in my eyes. Right. Every day is a bad day. (laughs) Every day is... A bad day when you're covered in fur and the humidity is 98%. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think that may be a big chunk of it. And the habitat is just, it's just not comfortable as much as what it would seem to be for a creature of their design. I Like I can imagine if I was living there, I wouldn't have time to develop a laid back personality. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if I was in the woods, like with thousands of acreage, I could just pretty much chill and not have to worry about predators or anything alligators nothing maybe you got time to develop a more laid back view a lifestyle and from time to time yeah they definitely don't have that normal uh friendly wooden woodland giant yeah yeah demeanor that we seem to see which remember kids bigfoots are not friendly woodland giants or no matter how much they seem like that they will eat you if they need to Right, yeah. There may be... I, I still think there may be some, there's some out there that are just, like, clo- even closer to us. That they're just... They are friendly. Jay's the guy that will go for the free candy every time. I'm the optimist. 
You know, and I like like candy. This time. This time there will actually be candy in that van. (laughs) Yeah. I got a feeling. (laughs) This this, This one feels good. This is a good gut feeling. Felt just like the last one, but this time I really... I think, I think this will be the one that pays out. <laughs> oh, oh, my man. gosh. But yeah, that's why I think they're probably aggressive. Yeah, there is... Uh, there's no shortage of food. Yeah. So I don't think it's food aggression. Uh, the wetlands are so productive. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, fish is a big one. Uh, reptiles, just and especially in the Everglades, just tons and tons and tons of reptiles. You can catch so many snakes so fast. I've done it. You can catch so yeah. many snakes so fast. And there's only a couple, there's only a handful of venomous snakes in Florida. Um, and most of them are very mild. Yeah. Not that poisonous yeah, or anything. Venomous. Or dead. Or, oh, yeah. That's right. There's only one poisonous snake. I forget. What's the difference? I think you taught me this once. Venom. It bites you. You die. Poison. You bite it. You die. Aha. All right. Ah, that's good. Like so, bloodstream versus digestion. Gotcha. Most of the time, you can drink venom and not have any issues. But if you drink poison, yeah. Okay, makes sense. All right, I won't forget that now. That's just—I mean, it's—and it's not everything. I mean, if you inject poison into your bloodstream, right, you're still gonna have problems. Yeah. But most of the time, venom has to be injected. Yeah, bloodstream. Yeah, and then uh, poison can be just whatever. Like, a lot of creatures just leak it on their skin because they don't mm-hmm. have poisonous spikes most of the time. They have venomous spikes. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Um, What if... I Isn't the Fountain of Youth supposedly mm-hmm. hidden in Florida? It's supposed to be in Florida. So now what if Skunk Ape is its protector and it knows it's there and it was assigned... We're 20 minutes in this episode and we're getting into this. And it was assigned to protect it. Yeah. I mean, just saying... Why don't you put a pin in that? We'll come back. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we can talk about that. All right. Fountain of Youth. Pen. Oh. Okay. The Conquistadors. That's yeah. what ran them out. Skunk Ape? Yeah. Is that? No, that's not what ran them out. Okay. The Mosquitoes. Okay. Hey. No joke. It was like Florida's weather and the bugs. Yeah. Just relentless. Mm-hmm. So you ready? This is the big one. This is the thing. This is the the chunk of the cake all right hit me with it um how do you say that first word uh where are we at very top oh my oh mayaka mayaka we'll go mayaka yeah uh mayaka skunk ape photos and this is the one everybody at home has seen Uh, you've probably seen it and not realize what these pictures are yeah they use these bigfoot pictures on everything they're argued constantly whether they're real or fake. We'll get our opinions on them later. Okay. Uh, but this is, it's very famous. And this is where some of the terminology of skunk ape comes from. Yeah. And before we go into this, we'll say the original skunk ape had a white stripe down its back, not because it smelled, is why it got called skunk ape. They do stink, but so do all Sasquatch. Yeah. So there's nothing special about the skunk ape in that regard. It is the white stripe on some of the first sightings that they had. And so they, the name Skunk Ape kind of mm-hmm. got coined. But back in the year 2000, several pictures uh, surfaced showing what appeared to be a large ape-like creature lurking in some bushes. Uh, according to some experts, it was the Florida Skunk Ape. The story is a, a woman, an older woman, had spotted a strange animal that was stealing apples from her porch several nights in a row. So every night she goes out 
There's just something taking stuff off her porch. She eventually grabbed her camera and snapped a couple pictures of these, this beast, then mailed them anonymously to the Sarantone, or, uh, Sarasota uh, County, Florida Sheriff's Office. So this old lady, wait till you see these pictures. Okay. Because this, this, this story always gets me laughing. This old lady is like, something stealing my apples. I'm going to take a picture and send it to the sheriff. Walks out, takes this picture. If you believe it to be real, would be insane that this lady walked up, took a picture, and then walked back into her house. Like it was nothing? Yeah. And I may be talking this up for people at home. You got to look up these pictures. I'll try to put them on the Facebook group. Um, so, but uh, continuing. Apparently, she had no, uh, no sought after. She didn't want fame. She didn't want glory uh, for catching pictures of the Bigfoot. She just wanted somebody to help stop the creature from stealing her apples. This sounds just like my grandma. Yeah, this sounds like about every old Midwestern woman. Yes. I don't want fame. I don't want anything. Just please get him out of my yard. Yes. It sounds just like I don't my want grandma. him. To, I don't want to hurt him. I just want him to go away. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it really sounds like the Minerva Monster a little bit. Yeah, kind of, yeah. But decades have passed now. Cryptozoologists and primate experts have flocked to the uh, Michaela Skunk Ape Project. Uh, Sorry, somebody, this this article had a little miswritten word. It's a deal deal with, but it's a death with. And I was really, I was really confused. (laughs) Um, Of course, the jury is still out officially. But many believe this creature in the picture to sh- uh, to, be- to to be an escaped orangutan. Okay. And I'll show you the picture. I don't think it's escaped orangutan, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of orangutans privately owned in Florida. I looked it up before we started. Oh, okay. So it's not out anywhere of out of the question. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of a lot of big apes in Florida, and they could survive there for a very long time unheeded. There actually is invasive primates already. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it's a couple macaque species are invasive in Florida. Yeah. So they're actually actively breeding. Those are the little monkeys, right? They can be quite big. Oh, really? Okay. Like uh, toddler-sized. Oh, okay. So not little, but not... Not little, like, yeah, they're like... But not like, yeah. Okay. They can be big. Um. So where was I? On the other hand, uh, the pictures don't really tell us a lot. Uh, there's not really anything good in the picture to judge scale off of. Mm-hmm. So you get the impression this thing is like nine foot tall. Okay. But is the bush three foot tall? Is the bush 10 foot tall? You know, that's... Right, yeah. Uh, we talk about with well, this kind of stuff is a scale. Uh, where was I? A lot of Bigfoot believers, they believe in this photo, think it's around eight foot tall. Okay. But the species of plant is commonly between four and eight foot in the picture. So it could be, you know, it could be orangutan sized pretty easily. Um, so I'm reading, sorry. Oh, that's okay. So before I show you this picture, I want to get your before thoughts. What, I mean... And you got a pretty good idea. You know that orangutans are sexually dimorphic is the name of the word, uh, where males and females look different. Oh, okay. Humans yes. are slightly sexually dimorphic. Right. We have differences, but we have a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Orangutans have a lot more. Uh, males get huge. They get the big wide flaps on their face and stuff okay. like that. That's called sexual dimorphism. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know what a male orangutan looks like. Yeah. That big round face and all that. <laughs> 
I'm just, I guess I'll just show you the picture and see what you think. Right, yeah, I'm curious to see it. Um, but, like, just to recap, this little old lady is noticing her apples are missing from her porch, and then she t- just goes out and catches it one night. Oh, okay, I have seen this picture. Everybody's okay. seen this picture. Yeah. I always thought this to be real. I did. Um, so the the type of pond frond in there, mm-hmm. like I said, it can be anywhere from, you know, three or four foot tall to eight to ten foot tall. Yeah. So that this could be, uh, you can see the smiling of it. Um, I, if 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 this is a fake, if this is a fake, it's a very good fake. It's a very good costume. Um, the eyes are glowing. It's that I don't, I'm, I know that can be faked, but it's very well done. If it is, nothing about this really screams to me. You know, fake. I guess I definitely see the orangutan. Yeah, I can see the. I can see it, but I don't see it in like the the length of the hair on its head, or like it's you know coming off. Juvenile males, I can see that. Yeah, uh, and they'll even have that little beard. Okay, like he's got. Yeah, uh, I. I'm not saying I think it's an orangutan. I can see Where what people are talking about when they say orangutan. Yeah, uh, it's. This has been attacked every way you can shape it. I think most of the community believes this to be a fake. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's real. You don't think it's real? I don't think it's real. So what do you think it is? Uh, I think it was a, a hoax back then. Um, the story's crazy. Yeah. Uh, a 80-year-old woman walking out of her patio to go get this photo with a Polaroid. Well... And it just standing there. It looks like it's trying to walk away, maybe. Yeah, she's 80. True. If it's trying to walk away, it'd be gone. But if it if it knew she was not a threat, it wouldn't be trying to get the heck out of there that fast, I guess. It's just the whole thing just seems... The posture, it's smiling. It just... And her turning it into the sheriff's department. Well, okay. Let's think, though. Let's stop for a second. Just consider this. Mm-hmm. You would agree that Bigfoot are intelligent, right? Yeah. You would believe, would you believe, you know, most of them can, maybe, maybe not all of them, but there's a thought that they can read your thoughts, your intentions. Okay. So what if this one knew, no one's going to believe this old lady. No one's going to believe any of this. I'll get this perfect. I'll even cheese for the camera just so she'll take this picture, send it out. And it'll just muddy the waters because it's like hiding in plain sight. And it thought all this ahead of time before it even came out and snapped a picture. She even came out. What if that's a possibility? But then it would know she had a camera and they actively avoid cameras. Well, no, see, it knew she was going to take its picture. And it was it, it considered the options ahead of time. Would mm. anyone actually believe this or think I'm just a fake to make them believe I'm not actually out here stealing her apples? See, it wouldn't take the risk. Because it just want to get caught stealing apples. True. Get it through like a possum up there or something. <laughs> Take the fall. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. No, I think it's fake. Uh, I just it just looks off to me. It just the whole demeanor of the picture. It, w- it doesn't look like any picture I've ever seen you've seen before. You know that's for sure. And I can't remember. There was one 
people. There was a group of people a long time ago. They actually claimed to have the costume in this, and I can't remember where it is. Hmm. But there is a recreation that looks pretty similar. Really, like pretty similar, and that may be at the Florida Skunkate Museum. I'm not sure. Uh, but this specific picture, I don't know. No, I can I can uh, see where you, it could be fake, but I'm I'm holding out as a someone that wants candy. Yeah, I mean it could be that's real. A, that's, this is real. This old lady could have got really lucky. Yeah, because I I mean I don't think I think they uh, don't find old women as a threat. Okay, that picture is a little bit more zoomed out. Yeah, it's hard to say because you can't tell with scale. Those could be three foot tall and it being orangutan. Yeah. And I kind of do lean towards the escaped orangutan. Yeah. There's a lot of them down there. Oh, yeah. Do they normally look that dark, orangutans? Keep in mind, this is the type of camera she's using. It's night. True. Orangutans are normally all pretty dark red. Yeah, like an orangey red. Yeah. Rusty color. But they can't have white on them and stuff like that. Uh I think the fur quality and length is right for an orangutan. Uh, I'm not sure about the the. It's all about the light. I mean, you can see stars in the background, so you know it's dark out. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard. But it, yeah, it's, it's a good photo. Are the plants three foot tall in the front because it's right. three foot tall and it's an orangutan. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's a good photo because it's it it doesn't answer any questions, but it kind of asks you know makes you ask questions about it just like you're asking plant size scale uh color even in it you know it's hard to uh put your finger on exactly you know what you're looking at and then the 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 mouth and everything really looks there you go that was a comparison between orangutan and a oh wow okay when you put an orangutan side by side, there is a lot of similarities. The long hair on the head. Kind of the brow shape, too. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't scream Bigfoot to me. Not as much. some of the stories I've heard yeah. and what I've experienced and stuff. Yeah, because most of the Bigfoot stories you hear, it's the face is very just human-like. Very people-y. Very people-y. And, yeah, this one is more beast beastly than people. I mean... The beard and everything, it really looks orangutan Yeah, it does. It does with one right beside it for sure. Even the eye uh, kind of shape. Mm-hmm. You got that cone around the eyes. Yeah. Where that dip is. Yeah. Interesting. The hairline and everything, how it is. I've never heard of Sasquatch really having that much hair on their head. Yeah. They have uh, that layer of hair, but never like uh, how people have a hair a hair do. Boom. Just sit on top of their head, yeah. But orangutan is do. Okay. I mean, you can see it. Yeah, it's There's, right there. He has hair on his face, but then he has extra hair. Yep. Even slick back. Where I think most of the time you hear more of the Bigfoot having the gorilla-like hair. Right. Where it just kind of starts and it doesn't really change length the whole, until you get to like the shoulders and the arms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> hmm. I think you might be convinced me a little bit that this could just... I believe the picture is I don't, authentic. I don't think... I don't know how to say it. I don't know if she was... I don't claim that she was purposely doing anything. Right. 
but I think somebody at the sheriff's office may have took a running with this. Mm, gotcha. I think that may be where some of the maliciousness may come in, that somebody knew that there was an orangutan out in the area. It was like, well, this is a good picture for a Bigfoot story. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Anyone would spin it if they could. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how these small towns survive. Well, people like to talk in small towns, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's any little story can be a big story if you want it to be, and a lot of people want it to be. But, yeah, this was... Um, I know, it's mostly about this picture is what we've been talking about all day. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to post it on the Facebook yeah. page. I'll try to post this one, too. And get a okay, yeah, good idea. Discussion thread. Yeah. Huh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm almost... I think you might have convinced me that this might... I think it's an orangutan. Yeah, I think so, too, actually, now. now that... I think the lady probably was honest with something stealing her apples, and she just wanted it dealt with. Florida is the land of invasives and the land of exotic pet owning. There are a lot of orangutans, especially this is 2000. Yeah, it's very recent. But very. it's also a long time ago. Now, so, uh, yeah, true. It, yeah, in recent history, it's a long time ago, but in overall history, it's very recent, mm-hmm. <laughs> which sounds weird. But it's, I think it's an orangutan. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. And this doesn't discredit the swamp ape at all of Florida. I think there's I, I think there's tons of Bigfoot down there. I think this specific photo that everybody brings up, and this is a large topic, you know, talking point. Yeah. And it could be just as easily a Bigfoot. I think there's enough evidence to point. In other directions. That, yeah. Now, if this was out in Oregon, and somebody's trying to claim it was an orangutan, that's a little different. Yeah. I know for a fact there's not 16 orangutans in the county where this was taken. Where this was in, where did I say? Santa Monica? No, it's Santa uh, Monica. Uh, Sarasota. Sarasota. Sarasota had like over 100 uh, registered primates in the county or something like that. Not all of those are orangutans, but. But uh, like his pet owned by like, yeah. like pet owners? Yeah. Okay. So there's tons of primates. There's invasive primates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely not even out of the question at all. Like it's very possible. Like it's. Mm-hmm. Easily a, a possibility for that to happen. Huh. A good old... My, my, what was it? My, my oh my yaka, Mayaka. Mayaka skunk... Oh, there it is. Yeah, Mayaka skunk ape. So, yeah, that's M-Y-A-K-K-A. We'll post that on the Facebook page. That'll be... He's claiming all this stuff. Interesting for you guys to look at. <laughs> Figure if I repeat enough, you're just going to have to do it. Mm. Mm. All right. <laughs> So, since we brought up skunk ape, let's talk about the smell. Yeah. Why did they smell? Scent so glands. Yeah. Well, they stink. A lot of times it's claimed of like rotting eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard meat, rotting meat. Ugh. Um, some primates can produce smells as a defense mm-hmm. mechanism, like on command. Mm-hmm. Just ward off. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think most... Uh, Bigfoot smells are is defense mechanism, warding off. I don't think they actually. I mean, I think they stink a little bit like any wild creature would, but I think oh, that specifically is for that reason. I think they're very oily and I think they're very stinky. Yeah, but I don't think that smell, that pugent smell that people report. I think that is what that is. It's just that, uh, like the smell of death or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the the scare you away kind of smell. Yeah, yeah, not just their normal stinky pungent. 
Because I bet, I even bet they have some form of, you know, hygiene themselves. Even monkeys pick, you I mean, know, yeah, bugs most, off most each animals right. clean themselves. Exactly. They have to. But, they, but the smell like that rotten flesh, it's not just because they don't wash their pits or scrub their crack, you know? I mean, it's probably rotting flesh. <laughs> yeah, it's their meal from yesterday. Yeah, they probably smell like rotting flesh because I'm rotting flesh. That's joking. No, I think it is uh, scent glands. Um, mm. What was I going to say? I've heard reports of like people claiming uh, when they work through, like they've seen really cool encounters with Sasquatch and they kind of work themselves up and then the smell starts coming. Yeah. So that's kind of that sign. Uh, there's reports of like really good handprints and stuff. If a Sasquatch hand and stuff, it's super oily. Their face is super oily. Yeah. So I've seen pictures of like them looking in windows mm-hmm. and having the oil marks and stuff like Leaving that. Leaving prints on the windows. And that's got a name, and now I can't think of what the name. I've also seen one. It was a really nice print on the back of someone's car. Like it looked like a hand, like kind of slapped the back window mm-hmm. and just slid just slightly. It was gone, but it was like an oil print. These people like... Ha- yeah, they're they, they reported to be super oily. Yeah. And that would be a several things. Waterproofing. Uh, a lot of animals produce their own oils that waterproof their fur. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when most Sasquatch seem to have a range that requires some kind of large water. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them are swimmers, it seems to be. Okay. Uh, or you're out in the Pacific Northwest in the rainforest. Mm-hmm. Rains every day. Um, and that's why they actually have, oh, there's thing, I think they're called tallows. Uh, you ever seen the, the stripe, straps of leather on cowboys' arms? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so their bodies don't get wet. Okay. It causes all the water to beat off and drip off of them. Just wicks, off, wicks off the side. Instead of getting in on them. Oh, okay. And that's why orangutans have it. Genius. Oh, they're copying nature. Well, they have it too. Yeah. Probably, because they probably came from a... Well, I mean, the cowboys or whatever. Yeah, or... yeah the cowboys are. But yeah, orangutans have that for that exact same reason, because uh, they're from rainforest. Mm, just switch the water away, mm-hmm. so it doesn't cause the cool to core down. Well, that would make sense for a bigfoot. Most bigfoot seem to have that longer fur on their arms mm-hmm. and stuff. And I mean, it's reported a lot. Yeah, makes sense. It's checking out. That's some of the biological features of bigfoot. That's mm-hmm. not all that supernatural. Mm. Still, I think Bigfoot's both, even Skunk Ape. You think what? It's uh, biological slash supernatural. It's just something weird. I'm trying to think uh, what other Skunk Ape. This episode was kind of is kind of going fast. Oh yeah, <laughs> there wasn't a lot to it because uh, we I I really wanted to cover the photo. Yeah, and it's not the only aspect of Skunk Ape by any means for everybody at home. This is just, when you type in, like I did with Google, you type in Skunk Ape, it's what comes up. Yeah. Yep, that photo. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were 16 of them. I've seen it before, but... It gets used a lot. Yeah. And not saying there isn't good pictures of Sasquatch out there, because I think there is. I don't think this is one of them. I think this was an old lady that had her oranges being stole. It, the story said apples, but when I was a kid, it was always oranges. Yeah. But, uh by an orangutan and she was generally just as like well i'll get the police out here to run it off right yeah. <laughs> and then there's, everybody's like it's a bigfoot and she's like oh my no it's tim's orangutan yeah yeah i just want him to keep it in his fence like, how crazy would that be if you could look in back to 2000 and see that her neighbor had an orangutan 
They don't, you, you can't do that anymore, can you? Mm. Fun times. The world's changing. It's getting worse. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be crazy if her neighbor had an orangutan? Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. We should uh, do some investigation. And like, uh, She was old in 2000. Well, I'm not. We can't contact her, but we can go through like orangutan registration forms in the early 2000s in Florida and my uh, my Mayaka County, Florida. Sure, there's records there somewhere, right? Sarasota County. Oh yeah, in Mayaka, Florida. There we go. Oh my gosh, I'm not going through. I think they're okay. I think it's an orangutan. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm just saying, what if a guy has a Bigfoot registered and you're like, oh my gosh. If he has a Bigfoot registered, then there's other issues going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. So we've covered up the, the whole skunk ape debacle with the smell, uh, the habitat, the yep. Everglades. Yep. Um, so the, I guess, the just what's your thoughts overall? Oh, I had a question. There was a video online. I think a lot of people have seen it. Uh it's like a, it's like a Bigfoot in a swamp, and he's kind of leaned down like at the edge of this water, and a guy's filming it, and then it makes he I think he makes noise or it makes noise, but it gets up and like starts trudging across the water. Have you seen that video? Before? Yeah, I've seen it. It's, I think it's Louisiana. Okay, so it's not Florida, but it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wish I could pull it up, but it's gonna take yeah twenty minutes to figure it out. Find that one video. Yeah, um, but the one I'm talking you're talking about. When the guy, like, the camera guy, like, freaks out and takes off at yeah. the end. Yeah. It's like he takes off way before, like, the Bigfoot even acts like it sees him. Right. It looked like the Bigfoot was kind of walking the other way, yeah. too. And he's like, and I think it's fake. You think so? Yeah. There was other things. I was watching somebody talk about that exact video. And it would just, like, it seemed to, like, really have really poor cues. Yeah. Of, like, when to act. And, like, like why do you run? Gotcha, like, yeah. If he was that brave to crawl up behind a Bigfoot and then start recording and the Bigfoot never noticed him. Uh-huh. And then he's like, oh, and then takes off. Is that the one where it gets in the water? And yeah, it's it in the water. Across? It's 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 digging through a, a, a rotting stump. Yeah. And it's got his back to him. Oh, wait, this might not be the same one then. I know. I think I know what you're talking about with the back to it. Mm-hmm. It's not the one where the back to it. He's like, this guy I think is actually in a uh, kayak or something. You're not talking about the original like uh, Honey Island Swamp Monster, are you? Ooh, I don't know. The old one? It's not an old video, like an old looking. That'll be a different episode. Not like Patterson Gimlin old looking. Is that what I you're mean, saying? I mean, this was like late 90s. No, I think it was more recent than that. How do I not swamp monster? I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll bring it up after the episode, show it to you. Maybe we can, maybe maybe we'll post oh this gosh. one on Facebook if, if we find you're it. You're getting Facebook. <laughs> I just like saying it at this point now to see your reaction. But, it's uh, like Jay is getting Facebook. He promised two weeks ago, and shoot. nobody called him out. Yeah, well, one person did. I forget who it was though. Someone did. Someone called me out. And said I need to get it now. Pear. Wait, is it Pear? Yeah. Okay. Pear <laughs> called you out. Yeah, I should. I know I need to get it, but I need to get a skunk it for the table now. Ooh, that'd be a good addition. A black one with a big white stripe. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Do you think there's a reasoning for their color? Well, is there a reason why silverback gorillas have that silver? Yeah, so that's a sign of maturity, specifically in silverback gorillas. Uh, so mm. it's like the mane on a lion. So do you th- do you think the skunk apes similar? It could be. It could be they're 
regional way of biologically showing their age. I'm an adult male. Okay, gotcha. Their, uh, their dominance, their mm-hmm. role in their Because there are family. silverback gorillas that don't have it. Okay. And, like, if you watch zoos and stuff, there are adult males that don't have it, and there are adult males, there might be three of them that have it, and they have to get along. Oh, Wow. No, so it's not like it's not something they just naturally. It's a grow. dominance thing. Yeah, uh, it's, it's something that's probably developed with a lot of testosterone being produced. Oh, makes sense. Okay. Um, well, maybe that's what it is for the skunk ape. It could be a dominance thing. Just yeah. like I'm the, but it seems to be a lot of their skunk apes have this kind of pattern, Cali code pattern. Oh, really? A lot of them do. Yeah, and I was just gonna ask: Is it like a very common thing? For... I it's it's weird to say common when we talk about anything with Sasquatch. Are most of the Florida sightings? Most of the Florida sightings are dark, very dark in color. Mm-hmm. It seems to be uh, either that black, that deep brown or burgundy, maybe. Yeah. And there's a couple red ones, but not many. You know, your red ones are really your Pacific Northwest. It seems to be mm-hmm. your Ohio, your Midwest guys seem to be a lot of the browns. Yeah. Um, and then there's a white Bigfoot spread out throughout the north every once in a while. You've seen that video too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, our county, Isabella County, in Michigan had. Eight white Bigfoot sightings this past winter. Eight? Mm-hmm. You think it's probably all the same one? Yeah, I think it is. Wow, we got to get up there. Mm-hmm. I think he was hanging out. I think he was a little lower than he was supposed to be. Hmm. Um, and it could be, a, we've talked about a couple of the weird things with, oh, that's one more thing we could bring up before we go, is uh, their toes. Skunk apes seem to have a weirdly shaped toe, almost like an opposable toe. Oh, really? Yeah. And <clears throat> uh, Honey on Swamp Monster had a freak of one. Uh, but some people think it may be because it's a subspecies of Sasquatch and they're more developed for the water, so they have these weirder feet for that. Uh, I kind of lead towards polyodactyly, uh, the inbredness. Oh, okay. Uh, from something that happened a long time ago, and they're having... So polydactyly affects the number of toes and fingers you have or the quality they are being born with. So you can have some kind of, you can have weird stuff happen, like six fingers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's what seems to be like what we talked about with giants. You know, they all have six fingers or six toes or something like that. Yeah. That's a sign of polydactyly, which is a sign of inbreeding. So a huge deduction in population. Pop, yep, bottleneck or something. Yeah. Uh, huh. It happens a lot. Are there any accounts of skunk apes, uh, like, people that catch them swimming or... Yeah, there's a lot. There's uh, there, uh, The one specifically I'm thinking of that had the gator that's banged it against a tree. The guy was actually out filming the alligators. Yeah. Uh, it was breeding season. Uh, so. And he saw that? Yeah. Oh, my God. So he was out filming, and uh, this is, like, 2 or 3 in the morning, trying to get bull gators fighting. And... He seen something swimming up from the backside of the swamp and assumed it was another gator because he was already filming two or three real big gators. And it was not a big gator. It was like a six-footer. Yeah. Gator. And it was just kind of hanging around the edge. And most likely it was a juvenile female looking to get bred. And because she could... Alligators don't have vocal cords, but they push air and they vibrate water on their back and it's called water dancing. So they make the water dance on top of them. Wow. Uh, as a display. Yeah. It's it's real neat. It's real it's, it, you could feel it in your chest. Huh. Um so she was attracted to that and then something else swam up behind her and it was a 
skunk ape stood up and grabbed it by the tail and swung it against a tree like two or three times. And there's just this camera guy sitting there like. Well, wouldn't he have caught it on film? I don't know. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, you know, I've, I got that. That question's brought up a lot. Why, you know. Why do people in these moments not catch that kind of stuff on film? Because it's a... I'm pooping myself. Yes, exactly. Because there's a nine fo- or an eight-foot Sasquatch taking a six-foot alligator the size of me Yeah. and reaming it around a tree. That's Well, Wes Stroud kind of covered that uh, when he was in... Uh, or what, I forget. I think it was in Canada somewhere when he was doing his Bigfoot stuff. Uh, when he saw the UFO lights and stuff. Mm, yeah. People said, "Why didn't you film it?" He's like, he even said, "I'm a filmmaker. I'm a cameraman. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's that's what I do." And he said, "In that moment, the last thing I even thought of was filming it. I was just in awe of looking at mm-hmm. what I was looking at." So I'll say this: I've been around wolves uh, a couple times in my life. Don't have one picture. Yeah, been clearly able to get pictures of wolves. Never did. I was always watching. Mm-hmm. Never. I just never crossed my mind to get out my phone and take a picture. I was more worried about being alive. Yeah. Uh, been around elk a lot. Never got a picture of an elk. Yeah. For same reason. Yeah. Uh, kind of both with the all and then like, uh, I really got to watch what I'm doing. Yeah. Cause you can't take your eyes off. Yeah. Them. Um, so Sasquatch is a little different when you get around these big wildlife, you know, your, your brain shouldn't for the first thing your brain shouldn't go to is take out your phone. Yeah. Where's my phone at? Yeah. Uh, your natural instincts will actually kick in. In that guy with the, the, he may not have been filming alligators. Now I'm trying to remember the story. He may have just been out observing. But still. But, yeah, he's not moving. Right, yeah. No, I would I'm not be, moving. Yeah. That thing just reamed an alligator around a tree. Guess I, what? I'm s- sitting still as possible. <laughs> you imagine it started walking away, and then it looked over at him? Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. Like, uh, no, sir. No, please. I ain't no gator. Mm-mm. You can have that alligator. You can have the rest of them. I don't care. <laughs> Um, I was uh, also like when they observed them swimming. How do do you know like how they were accounted like to swim? Was it like so? If we're talking about, it's kind of weird. Uh, I've heard a lot of stories of Sasquatch swimming, and you have Arkansas, Louisiana. A lot of their stories with them mm-hmm. uh, are like head swimming. They just have their heads barely above. above and, yeah, um, Florida. It's kind of the same ish, but sometimes. Most of them they're walking, Through so the water. yeah. Arkansas and Louisiana swamps are really deep. Okay. Florida swamps are n- normally shallow. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little different. They probably can't get all the way down like they would be. But when you talk about like the Pacific West and Alaska and stuff like that, I've heard full stories of them fully swimming submerged for long distances, like just underwater. Yeah, underwater like stroke. Yeah. And then they pop up somewhere else. I bet I bet they could. I bet they'd have a big Large I mean they're lungs, big creatures. They so they're probably uh very dense. Yeah. And they're probably not good swimmers. They're probably more like a hippo. Yeah. Water bouncer bottom bouncers. Yeah. And then you just kinda of run along the bottom. And that's where you could run your face into like a radioactive oh my gosh, deposit. Octo man. Yeah. And it could melt off and then you'd be come up in all bad attitude after that. With a half-melted radioactive face. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't even be good enough for that. That's it's real though. I'm telling you, that's that's what happened. I think that was just a lost octopus. 
<laughs> a lost giant squid got caught in the dam system. Maybe, you know, I didn't even consider that, you know, we're getting off topic. This Way off topic. This ain't even skunk. Let's save that for another episode. Okay, skunk game. And no, Patreon episode. I got another Octoman theory for you. Okay. Subscribe and hear it. Oh, maybe we'll do that today for the extra episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's I, that's all I have. Yeah, me too. This it wasn't is... a big episode. There wasn't a lot on it. Uh, but I really want to cover this photo. It gets brought up a lot. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a lot on like this story specifically, um, but... The Florida skunk ape does it's have huge. A, yeah, it's very it's, big. and That's like talking about Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. You know, it's not like we took a couple of slivers and looked at it. Not like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's it's a region. It's a bio region. Should I read off that conversation I had uh, last night with a random stranger about the skunk ape by chance? Yeah, if you want. So I had a random encounter last night, and hopefully maybe this person will find us somehow. Uh, on Omegle, Omegle, and I just go on there and randomly ask people if they believe in Bigfoot, and most of the time, 90% of the time, it's not even a real person, it's a robot, so, you know, next, next, next. But then I ran into someone, and I said, do you believe in Bigfoot? And they said, yes. Um, They also claim that, uh, well, first, they said they are from the southeast United States. They spend most of their time hunting, fishing, and cooking. And they have seen evidence of Bigfoot, and then they said, or skunk ape around here. And I said, wow, like, that's amazing. What are the odds? Tomorrow we're doing an episode on the skunk ape. It's just a weird way the the universe universe works. And he said, my buddy's pine trees get covered in fur eight feet up all the time. So I thought that was a little Mm -hmm. weird uh, coincidence and... uh, but leads to be- even just more belief that there's just so much more out there. And if you don't ask anybody, you're not going to know about it. Like, I think it's just so many people are unaware because so many people don't talk about it. And then when you do, it's in the realm of this, oh, that's not real. That's fake. You know, but there's so much people that have seen so many things. But, hey, one person at a time. Well, tell your story. Yeah. Yeah, and actually coming up, we have another one I'm going to share. Uh, I don't know if we'll do it on Patreon or whatever. The new manta ray. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atmospheric creatures. Mm-hmm. Witnessed. Well, I think that'll do it for us this week. Yeah, I think so. I'm still a little low energy, but we're getting back. We're coming back around. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if you could tell, but halfway through, I started running out of steam. <laughs> Sniffling. Yeah. And- All right, well, I have been the mysterious Justin. And I've been the magical Jay. Woo! And we'll catch you next week, guys. You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay magical. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread. 
with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.